Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. We've already been hit with the highest inflation rate in 10 years and there's more financial heartache in store for Londoners. The capital and south-east are set to bear the brunt of national insurance increases this year and your household bills are forecast to spiral by hundreds of pounds. How do we get this under control and can anything be learned from history? David Bond, the Evening Standard's Deputy Political Editor, is with us to unpick the economics and examine what all this means for the Prime Minister's electoral prospects. So, David, how much of a rough ride are we in for this year? Well, Mark, I think things are pretty gloomy. You know, not only are people feeling pretty miserable after the Christmas break and having to go back to work and the weather's cold and everything else, but they are facing pretty tight financial times ahead. Inflation rose to 5.1% in December. That's a decade high and is forecast to continue to rise. Interest rates went up to 0.25% from the historic low of 0.1% in December as well. So those on variable rate mortgages are obviously going to be paying more. And again, there's probably more rises to come down the track. Then in April, you've got this kind of perfect storm. I hate to use that phrase, but you have got this perfect storm of of the rise in national insurance, which is coming in to help pay for the backlog in the NHS and social care problems. That's due to go up 1.25 percentage points, which the Institute for Fiscal Studies say could add 650 quid to your tax bill if you live in London. Then you've got the energy price cap, um, which is due to rise in April as well. So for those people who haven't fixed their energy tariffs, that could mean as much as 700 quid a year. Then there's the other aspect, the freeze to income tax thresholds, which is due to kick in from April, which Rishi Sunak announced last March. Now, this might not impact too much in the first year, but by 2026 could mean an extra £510 a year on the tax bill. So there's loads of reasons to feel that this is going to be the year of the squeeze. And Londoners are already bracing themselves for a hike in public transport fares. Where else is the capital set to suffer economically? This is going back a few months now when the national insurance rise was first announced. So this was back in the autumn. But the IFS calculated that London and the South East would be hit hardest by the national insurance rise. And that's mainly because there are people who earn more living who live in London and the South East. So it's a tax which, you know, the Conservative government keeps saying it's a progressive tax because it falls more upon those who earn higher income. So as a consequence, those in London and South East will be paying more. And I think the IFS calculated that it's £659 a year extra for those living in London. I think it's about £500 extra a year. 
for those living in the southeast. So that's somewhere ahead of other regions of the country. So I think on that one, definitely going to be feeling the pinch more. Um, on energy bills, I think it's that is something which will hit poorer households harder. So actually, you know, London has more deprivation than other parts of the country, has poorer areas. So those parts of the city will be feeling the pinch more, I think, from the energy bill rise. But I think that is something that is felt is going to be felt across the whole country. But then there is also this freeze on income tax thresholds, which... I've been writing about today and which according to analysis commissioned by the Lib Dems will fall heaviest on on London and the South East. So when you add that to, as you mentioned, the fair rises, TfL having to fill that black hole caused by the pandemic, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for some Londoners. Please do tell us the government has a plan to bring things back on an even keel. What's their strategy? The government says it is listening and that it is fully aware of the squeeze which people are facing. You heard from Paul Scully, the business minister and minister for London, who was on the airwaves this morning, saying that they do take this really seriously and that they are trying to do everything they can. They point to the warm home discount, which they are looking to raise to help those deal with rising fuel bills over the coming months. They've introduced this change to the universal credit taper, which will mean more money for those who are on benefits. And also they're increasing the minimum wage. So they're saying this sort of package of measures will help those who are at the sharper end of things. But they've also said they won't remove the energy price cap, which is due to rise by somewhere between 700 or 800 pounds in April, which will really hit those families who are on variable tariffs. They won't back down on the national insurance rise, despite growing pressure from Conservative MPs Rishi Sunak saying yesterday that he could not duck difficult decisions. Number 10 saying that they won't delay the rise. And they also won't remove or reduce green levies on energy bills, which again, a lot of Conservative MPs are asking for, or remove or reduce VAT on energy bills. So on the one hand, they are saying they're doing things, they are listening, but they are quite determined to to stick by some of the things which people are saying, well, look, they are going to cause a lot of pain to people's budgets. At times like this, I think of Macmillan's old adage of events, dear boy, events, and what an event COVID has been to turn our worlds upside down. Is the economy able to balance itself out? Is there any kind of a glimmer of hope for the near future? I'll try and find some silver lining among all this January gloom. I think there's two things. The first thing is that economic growth forecasts for the UK are certainly more upbeat than they were last year. Things are looking a bit better. The OECD says the UK grew by 6.9% in 2021 and will grow by 4.7% in 2022. And you'll continually hear from Boris Johnson and other ministers that the UK has the best growth rate of the G7, which is true. But that has to be tempered by the fact that the UK economy also slumped by the biggest amount in the G7 in 2020 as it shut down during the pandemic. A lot of people are saying, well, you know, this feels very similar to the 1970s, where the word stagflation, where you've got rising inflation plus low productivity and low economic growth. And if you look back to the 1970s, actually, when inflation went as high as 12.9% in 1974, so remember, we're only at 5.1% now. You know, so more than double back in the 1970s. That was really that was driven by similar jumps in energy prices and oil prices in particular, but that was much more on the supply side. This 
economists say is a factor of demand. So as the economy is coming back to life after the pandemic, it is about demand causing prices to go up. And eventually, they hope that the economy, that the supply side will catch up and things will correct themselves. Finally, David, it's been another tough week for the Prime Minister with more questions about that Downing Street flat. How's all this hitting him in the polls? If 2021 was the year of sleaze, then I think 2022 is going to be the year of the squeeze. And I think this is going to really play through into the polling in the next few weeks and months. I think what we saw at the back end of last year, so Labour have been ahead in the polls for about a month now, consistently ahead. Keir Starmer, you know, rating higher than Boris Johnson as a leader and sense that there is beginning to be a bit of purchase, particularly in those red wall seats where uh, Labour is starting to look like there might just be the early shoots of recovery there. Very, very tentative at this stage, but you might just be seeing that. And that really, I think, came because things like the flat, as you mentioned, the, the whole Owen Patterson sleeve storm, this kind of narrative of the one rule for Downing Street over parties and one rule for the rest of the country, I think that really did start to cut through. But I think when we get to April and people start seeing the national insurance rise in, and it will be in people's wage packets, so people will be able to see it uh, in their pay slips. And I think that will really start to hit home and energy bills and all this stuff. The key thing might come with the uh, elections in May, the local elections in May, which Everyone will be watching very closely because, again, it will be another big test of Johnson's popularity. Tory MPs who are already pretty fed up think that Johnson has lost his magic touch of winning elections and they might push to get rid of him. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. Rochelle Travers is back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.